This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow it at um, Strict Anonymous. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, follow me. Uh, I am at Cartoon Therapy. That was the old name of my book. Now my book uh, is not named that, Cartoon Therapy. That was a piece of shit name. <laughs> uh, I change it, but I can't change my Twitter name. So that's my piece of shit Twitter name. But you can follow me there. If you want to buy my book, it's an ebook on uh, Amazon. Dot com you can buy it for like 2.99 it's really cheap as an ebook it's called the cartoon misadventures of a total train wreck uh, it's on there and you could check it out uh, if you want to be on my show i uh, i'd love to have you on i love to have all kinds of people on my show i it's basically a call and advice show so i love to talk to people who have problems and i love to give them my unprofessional advice i also like to talk to people who have like a secret life and want to reveal it but I, I like to talk to about people who have any kind of problem or anything that they want to talk about uh, that's cool. So uh, if you want to be on the show, write me or send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Again, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Today I have a guy and uh, I didn't know what I was going to, I never know what I'm going to title my podcast because most of the time when I get people, I don't know anything about them. I just get on a call with a total stranger and I just interview them like Barbara Walter style and uh, and I get a podcast out of it and then I figure out the title. So while I was talking to him, I I uh, decided to call him Strikeout Mike and that's what I'm going to title it, Strikeout Mike. And I call him Strikeout Mike because I met Strikeout Mike on Adult Friend Finder and uh, he never has ever hooked up with anyone, even though he's been on that website for a really long time. <laughs> um, I met him on Adult Friend Finder. He didn't strike out with me. He he uh, got my number and we talked, but it was very G-rated. We have uh, we talked about all kinds of things, his relationships, his uh, sexual experiences, why he's on Adult Friend, Friend Finder, what he does, even though he doesn't hook up with people. In real life, he has like virtual sex with people, and we talk about that, and uh, it's really interesting. But I call him Strikeout Mike because, like I said, he never has ever hooked up with a woman in real life from Adult Friend Finder, and that's what I find across the board. I gotta say, from that website, that nobody really ever meets the women in person. But you know where this guy doesn't strike out is on Tinder. He fucks a lot of girls on Tinder, and we talk about that too. So, anyway, I'm gonna be right back on with Strikeout Mike. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything 
is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Hey, Michael, you're on the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. So, you know, I typically get my callers from either Craigslist or Adult Friend Finders, and I never know anything about my Adult Friend Finder people because you, I mean, I a lot of people have a lot of stuff on their profile, but you didn't really have anything. I think you're just looking for chicks to bang on there as far as I'm concerned <laughs> from what I saw. How, like, so I just need, like, your stats. First of all, how old are you? You're in your 30s, I think, I remember? Mid, mid-30s, yeah, 34. Right. And what are you on Adult Friend Finders looking for? Are you married, single? I think it said you were single, so you're not... Uh, single. Uh, what am I looking for? I, You know, it varies. Sometimes you just look for that very casual conversation that could lead to something, and sometimes you want to find that extremely horny chick that wants to bang. Right. And how many times have you found that extremely horny chick that just wants to bang? Um, zero. <laughs> That's so sad. I'm sure lots of guys were hanging on your answer right there. Zero <laughs> times, right? Well, I mean, it's like you can find that one girl that will like, you know, she seems rather legit. You've got past the stage where, you know, you know, it's no longer a bot because she's actually giving you humorous answers. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, so oh, it's 1130. Don't bring fruit to the movies. Oh, don't bring Sweet. Italian food to right, the movies. Right, because you're expecting her to Chinese food to the movies. Or you look don't bring anything well, to online movies. sex even or something. Buy popcorn or whatever they have at the movies. That's it. Something that's all you're allowed to eat. I bring morning. water to the movies. Is that what? bad? I don't think that that's bad. I well, do oh, right. Something more because I like yeah. room temperature. Exactly. Of course. Especially water. if they're, like, listen, you know, this is the, the, the time where, like, there's tons of dating websites. That's where everybody goes to hook up, right? Okay, from OKCube to Match.com to Tinder. I think you mentioned something about Tinder. You know, all those places people could hook up and, you know, maybe get dates out of it or have some casual conversation that maybe won't lead to sex because those websites aren't strictly like, oh, we're just looking for a booty call. But I feel like Adult Friend Finder is much more to the point. I feel like if you meet somebody on there, you would expect it to go more farther than I have to get up for work, right? Like, what is a girl doing on there if she's not looking for some kind of, you know, SEX? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you would assume that by signing on there, there's there's a mild vetting just in your like ability to sign up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, I'm I'm looking to either potentially get laid, or you know, like like your screen name. At least you put it out there, like what's going on. Totally. Um, you know, other people put it out there, like you know, hey, I'm married and I'm just looking for erotic chat. You know, and like. And that's cool, right? There. Yeah, right. They, right. they well, explain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why. I put the vet out there. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, there's no vet. I mean, I admit I'm one of them. I don't put a shit ton out there. Right. But I'll but... get to the point real quick. Yeah. Like, what is the point? I'll... What is the, the the ton of shit that you don't put out there? <laughs> that you could put well, out there on my show because I don't know who the hell you are. You're not really Michael. <laughs> I don't know where you live, nor do I care what, you know, I, I always ask people to be honest about is like the shit that they do and the stuff that they do behind closed doors or like some people leave, li- like live a secret life. You know, I've had all kinds of people on my show. I don't know if you checked out the titles of my podcast. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I listen to a few of them, but it's like, you know, I mean, what, what is the shit that I want to do? I, you know, uh, or that you do call, call it the flavor of the month. You know, it's, um, you know, I mean, I, I think the problem in some of the vetting is you, if if you're out there just to also have a little fun, you might narrow yourself because, you know, you're on AFF and sometimes you read some of those profiles and you're like, shit, I'm not into that. Right. And then 
the next day you wake up and you got a little tingle in your panties and you're like, ooh, maybe I'm into that today. Right, you never know. So, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, call call it an erotic story that's, like, happening in front of you, you know? Choose your own adventure style shit. But it's, I mean, I I probably, you know, just because of my experience, I'm not new to AFF by any means. Mm -hmm. I've, I've taken it all over the country. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. And so it's it's nothing where I sorry, that's my dog in the background. I don't hear uh, it. It's nothing, so that's <laughs> oh, that's good. Um it's nothing where I expect physical action anymore, only because it doesn't happen very often in my world. Well and you I, said zero times. Fine. You said zero times. Zero. Zero. Right. I'm sure you get laid yep. more often on match dot com. Uh, Tinder, Bumble, Tinder, all the new right. ones. Those ones, right? That's some, a friend was yeah, asking well, me about Tinder the other day, like, because he just wants to just straight up hook up. He's like, I, he's a divorced person and he's really bitter. He's like, I just want, I'm like, I think Tinder is like the, the quick thing, right? That's like a fast yeah, forward to well, just instant. sex, right? It's, I mean, I, 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 you know, not to disclose, well, I'll disclose a shit ton because it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll sit at a bar mm-hmm. and literally grab a beer, swipe right until I run out of lights, and just see what happens. I mean, it's, call it like the ultimate style of fishing, but it's like, let's see what happens. Right. And what happens on Tinder? I don't, I don't know. I've never oh, done Oh, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll get, so it's like, you know, it's, it's swipe right, swipe left. And it's like, who gives a shit about swiping left? I mean, it's not, it's not like you're there to go, oh, I got to be super discerning about getting my dick wet. Mm-hmm. I, I, who cares? You know, I and mean, your goal is to get laid. Right. When You're not looking for a golf you, or, Right. Well, it's like, why be discerning on who you like in the beginning? Figure out who likes you back, and then you can, then you can cut the ass. Right. So you just go for quality, quantity first, and then you could narrow it down if you've got that quantity exactly. to quality. That's kind of smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and in the process, all those some of those girls that you would never really date or they're not that great, you can maybe fuck them and it's okay. Well, I mean, but you have to look at it from the other side is, you know, you don't control Tinder when you're on Tinder. So mm-hmm. everyone else has their own strategy. So as much as you want to assume that the girl that you're connected with on Tinder is only talking to you, mm-hmm. you'd be lying to yourself. Of course. So... And we'll, Who gives a shit? I was gonna say, would you? Do you really care? I mean, please. Right. So, go go for the quantity, and then go. All right. Well, this one doesn't look that horrible in her pictures. We all know she's lying, mm-hmm. but she doesn't look that horrible. Right. And so, how many times have you gotten like so? The girl just shows up like that night, and then you just bang her. I have friends that that's happened to. I mean, I think that's pretty. Yeah. No. Par I, for the um, course. It's very par for the course. Mm-hmm. I mean it. I've had the under 25 minutes from first contact to in cyber. Right. And there, and meaning cyber sex, 25 minutes you're doing it or in person? No. Intercourse. In person. So 25 minutes you swiped, she responded, she met you. But this is like, this is out in bars, right? Like this is drinking. At yeah. Night. I mean, we were, we were, we were both out mm-hmm. and conveniently an apartment was in between. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 25 minutes. 
Yeah, I mean, that alcohol really helps all that situations. Take alcohol, put it in people, and then give them something like Tinder when you're out and about. I mean, come on. It's just like tons exactly. of people are getting so much action. I feel bad. I'm 46, right? So I'm way older than you. And I grew up in a very different generation. And I just feel sorry for, like, my guy friends that are around my age or like a little bit older who have been there done that and they just don't have that energy and they're not even that young anymore and they just missed out on all this crazy shit that goes down you know (laughs) I don't know I mean I was kind (laughs) of slutty when I was younger I don't know what (laughs) I would have done with all this stuff now now I'm not slutty at all and I don't like send pictures of my tits and stuff to guys I don't know like I would never but I don't know what I would be doing if I was younger with all this shit that people could do I mean it's crazy you know Um, I'm sure it's fun for you what's crazy is you know what's crazy is so you read these like so you you have Tinder out there which is like late Gen X early Gen Y mm-hmm. and then you have this high school generation which you know is typically the focus of like sex stats in America mm-hmm. and they're actually having less sex than your generation and my generation. Are you serious? I, yeah, I don't believe I mean, just that. So much I was fucking blown. I was like, and it's like significant. It's not like one or point one percent. It's like five percent or more i'm like really are you fucking kidding me yeah, you know who's having all the sex is the really old people the biggest well, yeah, I mean, no really i'm really serious the biggest um rate of stds is in this one com- old age community down in florida they're all getting massive stds they have like a whole code like if their garage is up they they that means that they're open for action and they're all fucking each other and it's like <laughs> rampant stds no i swear to god i think howard stern was talking about it it's like all over the news that's pretty awesome actually <laughs> yeah. they're the ones having all the sex but they're so the young kids aren't having it but but, but okay Back to you, though, right? So you're on Adult Friend Finder, and you, when you say you've taken it all over the country, so you've obviously, like, moved around in your life is what you mean by that, and you've just, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been in the mid- Midwest. I've been on the right coast, been on the left coast. I've been, you know, down south and, you know, a little up north. So it's, like, I've seen, one, the evolution of Adult Friend Finder, which is good and bad, but also just, you know, you... You obviously get your different populations of people on there, mm-hmm. and then you notice you notice different fetishes around the U.S. Oh, really? That tend to span populations because, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you go you go to the you go to the West Coast, and it's a little more fetish involved in just natural person as opposed to you know Midwest. Oh, really? Interesting. Maybe because like more freaky more. people go move to cities. Anal shows up a lot more, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. More anal on the West Coast? Is that what you said? Oh, of course. Oh, well, it shows up more in acceptable. You know, it's like you fill out your personal information, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, there's far more anal happening on the West Coast than I think anywhere else in the U.S. Let me ask you this. Do you get hit on? Well, first of all, are you bi or are you totally straight? Uh, I'm, I'm totally straight. Oh, my God. But you totally hesitated on that answer. You were, I mean, you're positive? Yeah, I, I'm 100%. And I, get, oh, okay. I get questioned all the time. <laughs> well, no, you took a long time. You said, like, oh, I'm, I'm totally straight. It sounded like you were going to be like, I kind of, you know, I'm straight, but I'm kind of curious. Well, I mean, I, I've been... I've been with another dude naked in the same room, so it's like you sit there and you go, "Well, yeah, but that's called where does that fall in our world?" But did you cross Never swords? Touched another dude. Did you Never cross swords? Another dude. No, no, we didn't. We didn't touch swords. We, we didn't sword fight. Okay, so so you had a threesome with another guy. 
Uh, it was like a foursome. How many guys? How many girls? Uh, two guys, two girls. Right. And was that something that you hooked up with on like adult friend friend or is that was like something you did with your girlfriends or just some drunken orgy? Uh, we, I, I actually asked a stripper to fuck me and she agreed. Okay. So you're at the strip club, you're putting somebody down her panties and he's like, can you fuck me? And she said, okay. Like, and did you go in the back room and fuck her for cash or did you take her home afterwards? No. So like I said, this at like midnight at the strip club and I was like, Hey, here's my number. Mm-hmm. We go home at like two thirty, and she texts me. And she's like, "Hey, I want to take you up on your offer." Because you asked her at while she was dancing for you if you she'd fuck you. Yeah. Okay. And so she and no money exchanged. Mm-hmm. Pl- trust me, a lot of my guy friends have had that happen. It's not that it's not that yeah. difficult. Fucking crazy. Yeah. So wait. So she comes back. When how did the three other people show? How did the all the other people the two other people show up? I was with uh, my buddy, mm-hmm. and she took a girl go- home with her because she knew I was with my buddy. Right, so she brought somebody over for your friend. Right. And then you all fucked in the same room, but did you guys switch girls? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no money, no no presents? Did you ever see those girls again? No money, no presents, nothing. Right, did you ever see those girls again? Uh, one The stripper that I knew texts me all the time, just texts me pictures from the back room all the time. Oh, really? Like just of girls changing and girls naked and stuff like that, you mean? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah. And but you've never had sex with her again. Exactly. How come? Um, because we live thirty eight hundred miles away from each other. Oh, okay. You were on vacay or something like that. Like you were in Vegas or yeah. something. Okay. So what's your deal? Have you ever had like a long term relationship or you ever been married? Uh, I was engaged once. Mm-hmm. How long were you with that girl for and how long were you engaged for? Uh, engaged for seven months exactly to the day. Uh-huh. How long were you guys dating before you got engaged? Oh, shit. Nine, ten months. Really? Somewhere and, around there. And so what broke it? Like, how come it went? Like, what happened? Um, I, I if, if you can find out, I'd love to know. Seriously, I, uh, I was out on a meeting and, uh, came home to a packed up house. Okay, how do you not know what happened? I mean, there's got. I mean, I'm, are you I'm fucking dead seriously. Okay, either you're the dumbest guy I've ever met. I mean, a lot of guys don't like don't <laughs> sort of listen to what girls say, so sometimes they don't get it. By the time a girl's had enough, like, you know, a lot of times she's been saying shit, and the guy's not kind of 
listening and he doesn't really take it that seriously. But most of the time, a woman lets you know that she's unhappy for a while before she packs up and leaves. So, I mean, are you that it, dense or like, did she really like, I mean, maybe she was murdered. Did you call the police? I mean, what happened? Uh, I mean, I, I in, in my honest to God opinion, mm-hmm. I think she met someone and just fucking bailed. You think that's what happened with her? That she met someone in yeah. bailed? Yeah. Okay. No, but- I mean, because 24 hours earlier, we were having a great sex. Okay. It's well, was like- she was like a little commitment phobic? Like, did, was she freaking out a little bit that you guys were like getting married? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we were both freaking out a little bit. Okay. How do you know that? You guys had discussions about it? Yeah. Well, that and I mean, we went to therapy and. You know, we talked through some shit, and we could both tell that there's, like, a little oh-fuck in each other's voice. Right. Okay. And so why were you going to therapy? Were you guys having problems? Or you, Listen, I'm very into therapy, and I love it. I think that that's great. But, like, were you going yeah. because you guys were, like, open to it, and you thought, oh, this is, like, we should do this with our eyes totally open? Or were you going because you guys had problems in your relationship? Of course, yeah. I mean, we had problems. We, were, we weren't exactly the nicest to each other. And I'm not saying, like... They didn't beat each other, but um, by no means would I ever do that. But we weren't always the kindest with words, and it was mutual. <laughs> right. You know? But did you mean it that uh, way? Yeah. Like, were you both sort of always, like, kind of rude to each other, or did that just well, happen over it. time? It was, no, it was, it was from moment one. So it was almost common course in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what you guys liked at first. Oh, we, yeah, I mean, there's there's the, you know, there was the attraction to the, you know, the sp- kind of a bitch. Yeah, and the sparring. It. Right. She could, she would, like, you're probably a feisty dude and, like, and she, like, put, like, stood up to you and you put me in my place. Yeah, and you, you know, dug it. And she probably likes, she's probably a girl who kind of has that in her. So she probably liked that she could, like, la- you know, lash out on you and you were still cool and you could turn that into, like, a flirtation as opposed to, like, you know, someone being super sensitive to it, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I could see how that works. Listen, I'm, I'm a, a feisty <sighs> girl and I have the fight in me and I, I kind of like to fight. That's why I have, like, I have a lot of girlfriends, but I like to have guy friends because I could just be really mean to them <laughs> and they're, like, cool <laughs> with it. You know what I mean? I could let go of that part of my personality because if I do that to girls, they'll, like, freak out and start to cry. But guys, you know, are different, so it's cool and I definitely like to let that loose with my guy friends and I need guy friends for that part of my personality. But do I want to be that way with guys that I date that I want to be romantic? Probably not so much. Though there's always chemistry though. Right. But there always is chemistry with that person though. I get why it's kind of confusing. Do you know what I mean? And you know, I don't know, like, cause I have a guy that I work out with at the gym right now and we're very much that way with each other. And I'm always like, I would never fucking date you. I mean, he's not available, but like, because we fight all the time and he seems to think that like he has friends that have that relationship and it works for them. Though I don't think that that could be the, or that should be the way that it is. You don't want to be with the person that you're like, shut the fuck up. Well, or like, you know, the, the, the other side of it, you know, I call it a few years of experiences. It usually leads to pretty good sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's never missionary style. It's never But is it like hate fucking? <laughs> it's 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 fucking. It's uh-huh. you know, toys, it's 
you know, everything else. And you're sitting there and, you, you know, it blows your mind and you wake up with a grin on your face and you roll over and you see what you did and you're like, holy shit. Right. I'm allowed in this world, actually. Mm-hmm. And you're and, okay with the, the that that sort of sparring that you have with that girl. Like, you're fine with it to be, like, are you still romantic with them, too? I mean, this was the first one that I'd taken to an to a level mm-hmm. um and it you know once once we got engaged it did seem to get a little skewed because right. you're like you know when you're dating it's like all right yeah you know whatever come on her face but then you're like <laughs> shit this this is my future wife so i really want to be like coming you know, on her face Clamp, clamping her nipples, slapping her around, and coming on her face later. I mean, like, oh my god, yes! You should have never, wife? you should have never got engaged. You ruined your whole relationship. That's probably what right. happened. You guys just got that in your head, and I could totally right. understand that. Honestly, I really can. I'm like, never been married, never been interested in being married. Not since I'm five years old. I just was not that girl that had that dream. I, I was like the antithesis of that. So, I, and I. <laughs> And, but I believe in commitment and relationships and long-term commitments and stuff. But I totally think I would be one of those weirdos that if it got put in my head that this is now you're getting married, you know, that it might fuck things up and make it a little bit weird, you know, that you start to think like this is supposed to be different when I don't think that it should be, you know. But I, I can understand right. getting that in your head and then making it mess things up. Right. Which is what exactly. happened. And you guys probably had a good thing. I mean, we had a great physical relationship mm-hmm. but did you have but a good friendship did you have a good friendship uh i'm hard to not be friends with and i and i don't say that in like a egotistical way it's like i, I can get along with just about everyone uh-huh and she's probably the same way so it's like our friendship was good we could get deep and talk about shit with each other mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is my best friend, because if it was, you know, I guess I'd look at it and go, would I let her walk out of the life that fast? Well, she just disappeared, right? I mean, she packed up her shit yeah. and left. I mean, were you going to go running after her? Is that your style? Oh, I mean, did no. you? No. Right. I mean, I but know. sometimes a guy won't run after someone, not because they're not really into them, but because they have too much ego or pride. Do you know what I mean? So you might not run after anyone, no matter how much you love them. That just might well, not be but your I, scene. You know, it, it's not ego or pride, but it's like, if you're going to pack your shit up, it's like, even if I ask you a question of why, like, what, am, I, am I wasting my breath already? Because you, you, you made a pretty solid fucking decision. Right. But did you, so you never even called, like, did you ever ask her why? Uh, I mean, we talked for like a month afterwards. Mm -hmm. And, uh, did I ask? Yes. Did she answer? No. (laughs) How old were you guys when this all went down? Uh, 30. So a couple of years, how long ago? How many years ago was that for you? About four years ago. Four years ago. So that was your longest relationship? Um, my most committed, probably not my longest. Mm-hmm. Did you ever cheat on her? Were you pretty monogamous with her? Like, what's your deal when you're dating somebody? Um, I I was I was physically monogamous with her. Well, what other kind of monogamous is there that you weren't? I mean, if you get on Adult Friend Finder and you have an erotic conversation with someone, I feel as if that's 
I, I, I don't want to say it's cheating, but you're not you're not being whatever style monogamous that would be. Right. Okay. So you were like you never screwed anyone in real life, but you had like online sex with people. Yeah, and I mean, you always have that booty girl back in the background that you can text and be like, "What would you do to me right now?" And then you get seventeen <laughs> paragraphs, and you go masturbate in the bathroom, you know. <laughs> but you don't have to meet her. Right. I but mean, you it's really like you, you've you've seen her naked before, and probably in her better days when she was <laughs> in her twenties, and <laughs> right. Close your eyes and have a good time. Right, and so sometimes you would hit people up like that. So that's how you got your variety sort of needs met. Right. That's not so bad. Did she ever catch you I, doing I mean, any of that stuff? No. I mean, I I mean, I I think if you get questioned or caught doing that, like, fuck. Yeah, so what? Who cares? At least I'm not out there in fucking rub and tug or, you know, the glory hole. Right. <laughs> glory hole. <laughs> I've had, yeah, I'm fa- fascinated by the glory hole. I've had some guys um on here um on Craigslist that have like some people will put an ad on Craigslist and then they'll like sort of host a glory hole session in a hotel room and people will come in and they'll just put their dick in a hole and they'll get like blown by other guys or something. You know, I've I've heard stories like That's that. Weird. I, I don't listen. I don't like like the reason why I do my show is and I love to talk to people, all kinds of people, because I think regular people are fascinating and you just never know, you know, what anyone's right. doing. And people are doing crazy shit. You might call it weird. Other people call it crazy. Some people will call it sick. You know, but people are doing shit sexually because everyone has, you know, creative minds and everyone is into different things. And people just, you know, sometimes go to different extremes to get their rocks off. And it's fascinating to me. You know, and I talk to these people for a good 45 minutes. So, I, you know, and what I love about it is like if you just take that person in context and you're like, oh, my God, he goes to a hotel room and he puts his dick in a hole and another guy blows him. You're <laughs> like, he's so weird. But if you listen to the whole 45 minutes, I mean, he's just like a regular person in every other area of his life, I'm sure. I mean, you might be sitting next to a guy that does that one day and you have no idea. You know, regular people are doing crazy things all the time. I mean, you just oh, don't I've, know, which is I've actually experienced that in my life. It's like I there's this guy I used to work with. I mean, normal dude, total extreme dad bod. Mm-hmm. And one day he comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, are you into this?" And he shows me his phone of like total bondage ties. Right. I'm like, what? And I'm sitting here going, "Yeah, I fucking I don't mind that shit at all." Right. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I tie." And so he's like tying up all these women for. This porn company. Oh, interesting. Like, Do you still have his number? Wow. I would love to get him on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I've had bondage guys before. And this was just a guy you worked with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, like you I mean, never But it's like you wouldn't have, if you met him on the street, I mean, like probably 98% of the people that call in here, yeah. you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. Exactly. I could just tell. I always ask. Let me ask you this question. I always ask my callers, like, what do you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten? Like, what are you on a scale of one to ten? Looks wise, because I never see anybody. I don't, you know, I don't care what people look like, but I'm just curious. You know, every girl I meet says I'm pretty decent looking. Uh huh. Well, they they think they landed something. Uh huh. I don't think I don't think I'm that good. I, I mean, I'm originally from the Midwest, so I think I'm like. The Midwestern dude that's like a solid six, but I was gonna say decent. I would give a six. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, 
So it's like, I don't know, six, seven. Okay, so you're a six, seven, but girls, you know, and so what kind of girls do you go after? Do you go after tens or do you go after six? Do you stay within your league? Well, I mean, I'm on the East Coast now, so the the ten in in this world is, you know, a a, a fashion model. Uh huh. All right. First of all, you probably need to know a few languages and have a few more digits in your paycheck than most people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. It, Ten's just not even attainable anymore. So you start at like eight, and then nine's pretty good. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, right. I'll go for an, I'll go for an eight, mm-hmm. and then I'll laugh and sell for a six or a seven. Right. Will you fuck a four? <laughs> uh, I mean, is it four a.m.? <laughs> exactly. You, you may be right. <laughs> well, I mean, I if it's four a.m. and there's enough tequila in my body. Mm-hmm. And how? What do you do for a living? Uh, self-employed. Okay, so is that why you travel all around and do everything? Like you move around a lot. I mean, exactly. Yep. Right. And do you think maybe you're like a free spirit that maybe like isn't ready to settle down just yet? Maybe you were like trying to get married a little bit too soon in your life. Uh, I mean, I have a wanderlust in the body, but you know, it'd be it'd be great to have someone that can just hop on the bus with me mm-hmm. and let's let's do this together. Yeah. But, you know, it's like and maybe you've heard this too, it's like I don't I don't need the kinky side of me. It's probably grown out of it a little. Mhm. Um it's not horrible, but like I said, I I don't want to slap my fucking future wife in the face and then go, "Oh, hey, by the way, you know, we got to run to the country club today. Like, right. Just, so do you, you know, th- there's certain sentences that will never make sense in certain actions. And I'm like, yeah, there's, I don't want to do that. So meaning like you have a side of you that's like really into like really sort of kinky things. Right. But you don't want to bring that into your relationship. Well, I just, I don't feel as if it has a place in a long-term loving relationship mm-hmm. but, and i'll use the word love right well what kind of things do you feel like you like when you say like that you wouldn't want to do with the woman that you were in love with but you would do with like <coughs> a stripper or whatever a girl you're just oh, big man, I, yeah i mean i um Like, what is the stuff that yeah. you're so into that, like, you feel like you have to keep that separate from your, you know, relationship I life? Mean, it, it, there's, like, there's there's a kinky way to, like, tie someone up and, like, mm-hmm. just fuck them and just not kind of care about them. And then there's the probably what's called the erotic uh, Julia Roberts. Ask, tie him up with, you know, Silk common scarves. ties. You're right. have, <laughs> You can have, right. like, stupid fun sex. Mm-hmm. So to describe it in terms of, like, an absolute term is probably wrong more. It's, like, less of the, quote-unquote, like, hard, hate, fun, rough, degrading sex. Totally. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that's probably what... I don't want to 
continue in a relationship. Right. That that I give a shit about the woman. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> um, because you know, I I give a shit, and it's like I don't want to look at you as just a whole. Right, exactly. And if you have, like, I mean, you know, listen, I would assume that any relationship that you have is going to be more than just sex, right? So they are more than just a whole. And sometimes I think, like, if you have, like, these little hardcore fantasies, like, there's, like, you could jerk off and think about that and be done with it and be fine. You know what I mean? Do you have to live out everything that you have in your mind? I don't think so. You know, I think some things are actually better kept as a, a fantasy and some things are great to fulfill, like, in real life, you know? But um, so it's not like those other things you can't go in your mind to those other places and do those things like whether it's in your mind or it's online with somebody, whatever, and keep it out of your relationship and still be OK. It's not like you're like not satisfying your needs. Right. Because. Well, I think there's there's ways to play out mm-hmm. some of the gentler things in a common relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like like choking is probably one that probably plays both ways pretty hardcore. Right. And you can not care about a girl and choke the shit out of her and pound away and, you know, until she's, I don't want to say blue in the face, but... But maybe blue in the face. <laughs> but, but maybe blue in the face. <laughs> right. Or, or you can, like, you know have a girl you care about and just kind of do a little oxygen deprivation and more or less get her off quicker. Right, exactly. Because her body's going to go into endorphin overload and, you know, she's going to come over and over and you're going to look like a hero. Mm-hmm. So there's some that you can probably turn on its face and play with. But, yeah, there's other ones that's like, yeah, I got to throw those out. They're, they're totally masturbatory fantasies. Right, exactly. And have you had, like you said, a little, some of it is like playing out in your life and you're not really into it that much. Like, is it kind of like been there, done that? Like you've got a lot of it out of your system already? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I think so. You know, it's, um, yeah, I mean, been to the sex clubs, been to the, you know, swingers clubs and, and tried like- different things. So what did you do at the swingers club? Would you go with girls that you were with? Because I know most of the time, I had a friend who worked at a swingers club. I've lived in the city for like over 20 years. So I had friends that worked in swinger clubs when I was younger. And um, in the one in the city, you weren't allowed in as a guy. And I think this is how it is most places. You couldn't get in as a guy without a a chick with you. You know, you have to go in with a girl, right? Yeah, you'd have to go with a girl. And from my experience, 10 times out of 10, Mm -hmm. which is twice. Um, the girl would go off and get her jollies off and then you'd go home and she'd tell you this awesome thing that happened and you'd have <laughs> sex all night. Right. Like, but where would you see, find the girls? Was it girls you were dating you would bring with you to strip? Uh, to well, I mean, dating is probably a, a loose term. Right. Right. Someone you were sleeping yeah, with, met, like a booty call girl. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, the flavor of the month. Right, and they would be like, "Okay, I'll try that." Like, I mean, they were like, into, it was like a first time thing, probably for them. For yeah, I mean, you know, you might meet this girl that claims to be super bi, probably more lesbian than bi. Right. And she she wants this this guy to put on the Brady Bunch appearance in front of her parents, and you know, so you go to the swingers club and she hooks up with this girl for forty minutes, and you're stuck at this bar talking with all the other guys that are having girls hook up and get beat. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. So you, did you ever go with a girl and like get to fuck other people when you were there? No. Uh-uh. No. Wow, you just listened to some of my episodes. A lot of other people that call in have a lot better times at swearing clubs than you do. <laughs> well, I, I think the opportunities were there. Right. Um, but the girl usually breaks the ice. Mm-hmm. And she was always busy, so I'm sitting there going, I guess I could try to break the ice and, you know, run off with this couple, but what happens when she rolls out and I'm balls deep in someone else's life? Right. So you never hooked up with anyone at a swings the swingers club when you went when you went? Mm-hmm. Right. And you went a bunch of times. Right. You've struck you've like strike out a lot. <laughs> You're I, on I adult bread fighter for many I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, adult friend finders and you have a zero for zero hookup in real life uh but there. i have some great conversations with people like i have friends all over the country that's cool i mean listen yeah that's cool right um and right. What, do you are they like friends that you could maybe like have sex <laughs> with or like sexed with and they send you pictures or just straight up friendship that you've got um into? i mean there's a few that very occasionally sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but more of them are just like, I think it's more fun to just kind of check on people and see what's going on, going on in their lives sexually. Right. And it's not necessarily like sexting. Uh-huh. When you hear about like whether or not they're getting plowed. Right. It's, it's kind of just checking on them. Is it like and then be- you hear about them getting plowed. Right, and then that turns you on. Yeah, of course. Right, and so, I mean, so it is kind of sexting. That's kind of sexting. Right? Yeah, but I, I think sexting is like a intimate conversation between two people in reference to two people. Right. Those two people, and you know, I, I think it's like lawyer sexting. Yeah, listen, if some guy was texting me and wanting to hear about like my like you know hookups with other guys and I know that he's hard and jerking off to the stories I, I would consider that sexting yeah okay well then there you go <laughs> sure. right right do you so you did you, these women that you maybe never saw with, did you meet them in real life ever do you exchange pictures you don't have a picture up on your profile a lot of people I'm surprised they put flat out face shots of themselves and you know and stuff and I'm assuming they're yeah, real I mean, people I've done I've done the the dick pic. I've done the face shot. I've done oh, the you body have. pic. It's like you know, it's it's all it's all kind of pointless in my eyes from a guy's perspective because <laughs> you know, living within a proximity of where you live, mm-hmm. you know, in the real world, it, it's it's mildly easy to date women. Men have the ability to just kind of choose and choose and choose. You get on adult friend finder. And it's like the exact opposite. Right. Girls have the ability to just kind of pick and choose whatever flavor they want. So if you put a picture out there, sure, they get to judge you on that, but they can't judge you on what the conversation is actually going to be like when you fucking meet. Mm-hmm. So I've been, you know, due to my strikeout average, I'm like, well, fuck it. Probably going to strike out, so I'll just go for conversation. Right. So you don't, so you took all the, right. Less, less is more, less information. I always tell my friends on like their regular websites 
dating websites don't say a lot on there like I because every girl when you read like me and my friends and we would be do online dating it's like one sentence you'd be like oh no look what he said right there forget it you know if everything else right is from, yeah I mean so you say I would, a word wrong or a yeah, phrase yeah there's like, like one yeah. little sentence that a girl doesn't like she'll throw you out so I would always tell my guy friends you want to get girls on a, on these any kind of websites like just put one sentence like less is more you don't want to give them anything to be like oh I don't really like that either so fuck him you know um, and and, and right. everyone looks that way when you're looking online. It's just like a weird, you know, it's a very weird backwards way to date or get to know people. So, yeah, I can't. It's get... ambiguous ocean. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you're, you're fishing for something. you got to hook something. But you, you got to, you know, pretend that your bait actually matters. Right. And so you do you eventually send a picture of your face after you've talked to someone for a while? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, you're not in the norm in this because you right. fish for another reason. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't you know, ever ask like, for pictures of people. People, I can't tell you yeah. how many guys after I have these calls with them, they send me their pic or they ask me to go out and I'm like, I don't do any of that stuff. But, um, <laughs> and I don't want to see them. I like my show to be totally anonymous. Like I always tell people like, no one's going to know who you are. Not even <sighs> me. I don't like care. And I think that people are more likely to be really open and really honest. If all of that exists, you know, I, I ask what people look like because it comes into play. Like if someone is a, really good looking or really ugly and they're talking about like it's hard to get chicks like well then maybe it's because they're not so good looking ugly, yeah. i don't know i mean you know you just i, mean, I don't know but most people though yeah, i gotta I mean, tell there's... you most people rate themselves a seven straight up i had one guy that rated himself like a 12 and he was insane and but most people are like six or seven they say yeah i mean yeah i you know, I, I thought it was funny. I listened to a few of your recordings earlier, mm-hmm. and it was like one guy. He was one of your early call-ins, and then you posted another ad under uh, a threesome, and you like recalled in. Oh like, yeah, yeah, hilarious. Double, yeah, double oh seven. Uh huh. Yeah, he. Yeah, double oh seven. I'm sitting there going, you know, it, it, and it's like in back of my mind, I'm like, man, is this dude trolling? But then I'm like sitting there going, well. No offense, I'd probably stumble across that shit if it was sitting on AFS. Like, yeah. I'm not scrolling. But, but you're, you're always on there looking around, right? And, I, you know. Well, it's like you, you notice you notice the new girls. You notice when the girls close to you change their pictures. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I guess it's like naughty Facebook. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very naughty yeah. Facebook. There's a lot. Of, I've told a lot of guy <laughs> friends of mine. I'm like, I, you know, I think it's a really interesting place for people that want to be a voyeur because people put videos and people do a lot of stuff. And maybe a lot of people on there, especially the women, are never going to meet you in real life. And that's what I hear from most of the guys on Adult Friend Finders. You won't most none of them really get the women who want to hook up in real life. But some of them get women that want to watch them on cam jerk off. Or that, you know, and they have that, and that's, like, enough, and that's kind of fun. You know, that's what I hear from most of the guys. Do you have that? Do you ever broadcast yourself? Like, you could broadcast yourself, like, on Adult Friend Fighters. Like, and I know uh, I've had callers who no, do that. I mean, um, uh, I have in the past when I'm super drunk, mm-hmm. um, but not recently. Just, I mean, honestly, more for professional reasons. Right. But then I look at it and I go... If, if I'm doing it for professional reasons and I'm talking to a girl that's 35, maybe 40, mm-hmm. she's probably mildly professional like me. So why am I giving a fuck? Right, that she's going to out you. But, so, right. 
Yeah, it's like, is she really going to out me? Because I can out her just as fast. Right. She doesn't want anyone in her office knowing that she's watching some guy jerk off on a cam on a girlfriend friend right. either. <laughs> right. So right, now what's, exactly. what's your deal now? Like, where are you at? Are you living where you're living for good? Are you looking for a relationship? Or are you just totally looking to just hook up with girls on a girlfriend friend and Tinder? Like, what's your deal? Um, I'm currently probably staying in the Northeast for the next three to five years. Uh-huh. Um, recently found myself a pretty rad little relationship um, on Tinder. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and we're taking it at snail space. So. So you're kind of in kind a relationship now. In there. What? You're kind of in a relationship now? I would say kind of. And I'll use the word kind of as well. Like, maybe. <laughs> How long have you known her for? Uh, known her six months. Right. And but, you're like, not... known. You know, I mean, we've probably spent the first three months of our relationship, like, guiding each other on Tinder dates. Like, oh, you're going out with this person, you're doing this, you know, so it's very slow, very And does she live elementary. where, okay, does she live where you live? Uh, we live close-ish to each other, yeah. Closest, like, 10 blocks away or in the same city or, like, 60 miles away? Um, like, closest-ish for me in New York is, like, 20 blocks away, closest 10 blocks away, and a long-distance relationship is, like, Across town. <laughs> That's how what, I feel you in New York. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, we we're not in different boroughs. So you're in the same borough. Yeah. Okay. So why do you see each other often, or was like, when you say that it was like sort of slow, and you guys were just talking about other things in the beginning because you've known each other for six months? Like, were you guys actually hanging out in real life? I mean, we'll, we will make time for each other once or twice a week. Like, okay. set aside, like, hey, we're going out. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys then... have had sex, right? Did, was she one of your quickie Tinder? No. Like, that's how she this, got this you. This a whole other episode about her. But, um, no, I mean, she was not quick. She was extraordinarily slow about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Third date rule-esque. She what? It was almost like a third date rule for her. Okay, so she made you wait three dates, and that's a really long time for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, thought you were going to tell me she made like, you wait like six, like it, two it months. Wasn't like, three dates could happen in two weeks. Yeah, no, I'm, well, yeah, three dates could happen in two weeks, um, but they didn't. You know, it was like, shit kept coming up, and it was like, Three dates happen in, like, nine weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you go grab a beer here in between, and it's like, that's not really a date. Right. Like, if they were legit dates, it was, like, nine-ish weeks from the point where we actually, like, truly met. Right. Okay, so when did it... I don't want to say that's a long time, but that's a long time. No, it is a long time, but that's, like, on both of your... But that's not because she wasn't banging you. Like, you obviously weren't pursuing her hardcore that you guys were, like, having those real dates and really getting in right. close with each other, right? I think, right? I mean, 
that it was mutual. Right. How right. do you know it was mutual? I mean... Sometimes the girl's like waiting for the guy. It. Sometimes the girl's waiting for the guy to, you know, <laughs> set the pace. Well, I mean, I wasn't knocking her her, her door down any faster, and she was... I mean, it's like every time I'd ask her out, she'd say yes, but it's not like she was calling me on Monday going, hey, what are you doing Wednesday night? Right. So right. it's... <clears throat> it was a very mutual, slow agreement. Mm-hmm. And then when did it start to get more serious that you're, like, thinking maybe it is a kind of relationship? Um, I mean... I, don't, I guess I don't, I don't know when it truly flipped the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. I, I probably easier for me to just say like eight weeks ago rather than like this right. definite so, point in so, a relationship. Like, right. So two months ago, you guys like started seeing each other more. Is that what happens? I think there was more just like a understood mutual respect mm-hmm. of of space and time and um, less talk about first dates with other people and more more monogamous talk right yeah when you're you i don't know how like you say you're dating someone when you guys are talking about dating other people right like right. i mean well, that would mean like you're kind of friend like that's what friends would do i would do that with my guy friend and i don't know am i dating someone if i'm on a date with them and i'm and we're asking each other about other people like i don't know right this is a little weird yeah, well it's, it's strange language that we've created with all of this electronic dating mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it is called electronic dating and, you know, it's not like electronic scene. Mm-hmm. And so you get Tinder, you get, you know, Match, you get eHarmony, whatever, whatever poison you want to chase. Mm-hmm. But you can, you can go on five, six, seven, multiple first dates a month. But, no, I'm not talking about what you're doing. I'm, I'm t- talking about you're saying like you and this girl started to oh, hang okay, out so six months ago and it. you guys were hanging out with each other. She waited three times to sleep with you. but She eventually did. But you guys were discussing and you said what changed in your relationship is you guys stopped discussing other people. Now, I would assume that one, you know, two people don't normally go on dates with each other and talk about other people that they're dating, you know, even if as a woman, you always know when you first meet a guy, he's probably seeing other people and maybe you're seeing other people, but you don't talk to each other about it. Really? Maybe you guys chose to. And then, like you said, you knew that it got more serious when you guys stopped doing that or you guys realized you liked each other. Right. Yeah. Well, and and that's probably it. Like we, we probably crossed a threshold in conversation where we're like, Okay, this is this is probably more serious and mm-hmm. I haven't really I haven't really sought out anything else in fun. Mhm. And then you know, it's like you know, I'm assuming she hasn't. Right. And she was probably so, happy to hear that. You let her right. know that you weren't sort of interested in meeting other people anymore. Right, and then she uh, wasn't uh, either. So now you guys are uh, like kind of exclusive. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's there's an exclusivity to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And do you see each other more than once, a, twice a week, or is that where you're at now, like twice a week? Um, I mean, just due to uh, the craziness of the New York City lifestyle, it's mm-hmm. typically that. Um, sometimes we'll cross paths midday, grab a lunch, or but. But like, you text tactile. every day, right, and talk every day. Oh, yeah, of course. Right, that's cool. Awesome. Something every day. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And how old is she? Uh, a little bit older. Well, well, how old are you and how old is she? I'm 34. She's, uh, what, just shy of 40. She's 40? Just shy of 40. Right, so she's like 39. That's cool. You yep. like older girls? Uh, I don't really discriminate. Mm-hmm. And I do mean, you know, like, I'm... has she ever been married or any or had kids or anything like that? Neither. Right. That's cool. I think that that's yeah. great. Don't fuck this up by like jizzing on her face or trying to choke choke her or getting engaged. Okay, don't get don't ask her to marry you. What? No, no, <laughs> don't no choke her. Or... Don't tie her up unless it's with silk scarves. <laughs> and then maybe she'll stay dating you. And why don't you just give up on adult friend finders? I mean, you know, maybe just keep it for, like, your virtual stuff. I think that that's fine. Well, that, and in all honesty, that's why I do it. I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, I I say some pretty lewd and whatever shit, but I, at this point, on adult friend finder, I don't think I'd meet anyone. I, right. You know, and it's not, and, it's, and I say this with all due respect, it's not because of her. Mm-hmm. It's more, there's a... There's a pretty awesome little fantasy in my head of, like, I just want to hear how dirty you can get with your words. Right. Um, you know, it's like, I I would like to see what the capabilities of some girl typings are. Right. And, and, I, and it's not like I want you to get, like, you know, into, like, scat or any of that really raunchy stuff, but... Uh-huh. You can get pretty graphic about positions and stuff just in a bedroom. Yeah, totally. Right. You like very you like very dirty talk and sometimes like you can live out that fantasy online with people where it's pretty safe because women will probably do that with you there as opposed to meeting you in person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not erotic story yet. Right. Yeah, that's not bad. And I don't think, listen, I think when you're in a long-term relationship after a while, like, you could bring that stuff into. I think you could bring dirty talk into a relationship, too, eventually. I think you ease into things like that once the, you know, because in the beginning, you could coast on chemistry and the newness and a lot of stuff without having to add a lot of things because the sex is so great always in the beginning. But then when it becomes, like, sort of mundane and whatever, then you want to, like, sort of become more creative, right? And and stuff. And I think what's great, uh, like, about having a significant other is you could do, like, really dirty things with them, but you don't have to feel dirty about yourself. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, it's sort of, like, the cleanest way to be dirty is with somebody that you really care about, that you're really close with, and you don't feel like you have to take, like, 10 showers afterwards, you know? I mean, for me, <laughs> that's the way I like it. You know, you could just go to places. You mean I don't got to leave $500 on the no, table in the morning? And... <laughs> no, you don't. And you don't have to, like, you don't have to be like, well, what the fuck did we just do? You know, it could just be a cool thing. You, If you're with somebody that you feel comfortable with and you guys could go to a place and you know that it's just like a fantasy and you're both sort of creative and you're both are into things. But so it's not to me like 
dirty for dirty sake you know it's like but dirty is fun and you could have that like I said in a relationship I think and in a loving relationship as long as you're both like cool and open-minded about it but you're not like I, I had a whole podcast about jizzing on the face because I think guys that like to jizz on a girl's face secretly hate women I think it is very degrading and as much as I'm really open-minded into a lot of things I was never into somebody wants to jizz on my face or there was this guy that told me he wants to like to fuck girls in the ass and then put his dick in their mouth you know like stuff like that like that kind <laughs> of degrading <laughs> yeah yes ass to mouth yeah ATM yeah that whole thing I was just like oh like I don't I don't think that's like dirty fun that's well, like then, dirty dirty so then what do you say about the girls that you know you meet and they're like, oh, yeah, just, just blow it on my face. You've that never what? had it. I mean, I've met girls. Yeah. First time ever fucking them. Yeah. And they're like, hey, just blow it on my face. Yeah, what that. I mean, I think I think they like to be degraded. It's the same as the girls that want you to choke the shit out of them. I think that they like to be degraded. That's like what turns them on. Just like some girls want to be raped and they want to be taken by force. You know, it's some something in them that that like makes them horny. You know, for me, I never had the degrading thing. Like that never got me off, so I didn't go down the degrading route. Other things got me off, you know. But I think some people that is it. But I think that that's like a degrading thing, you know. So those girls like to be degraded, and the guys that want to jizz on their faces like to degrade them. That's what I, you know. But I don't know that I'm right or wrong on that. <laughs> I just I did a whole poll about it. I did a jizz poll on my podcast because I wanted to know like if that's what it means and who likes to jizz on girls faces and do girls want to be jizzed on their face like I don't know and do girls want like do you want to fuck a girl in the ass and then make her eat your her shit I I just think it's there's something deeper to that to me you know and I never got into that that to me isn't dirty fun sex that to me is just like sort of degrading stuff I think sex is so <laughs> well, great and there's I, so I, many I things think, you could do But 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 so can I can we spend a few minutes of, can I flip it on you? Sure. So, a guy can obviously control a degradation of a woman by jizzing on her face or, you know, choking her out or slapping mm-hmm. her around. Yeah, that's okay. Little stuff Wh- like that's fine. Women don't have the ability to do as much to a man. Well, no, she could pee on his face or she could tie him up and whip him. I, I mean, I think that's what dominatrix are about. Shit. I think some men like to be degraded. I I totally agree, but there's a difference between pee and jizz. Right. Okay. So, like, there's a there's an orgasmic experience going on when that jizz is Coming exploding out, right. from the penis. Mm-hmm. And sure... Her face is the receptacle, and I'll, I'll use degradation terms just to stay in tune. Right. But, you know, it's like if you're standing in the shower and you, you know, are pissing and all of a sudden a girl walks in front of it, there's no degradation. No, no, no. Listen, peeing could be done in very different, like, sort of situations. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about, I've like, a, just like jizzing. Could, you could jizz on some a girl's belly. It's very different than jizzing on her face. So, yeah, if a girl pees on your stomach and that's what you like or on your dick and it's what you like, but it's if she pees in your mouth and makes you drink it and you're gagging and you don't want to, that's kind of degrading. But maybe some guys would be into that and maybe some girls would be into that, too. So I think right. it can be flipped, you know, but that's just people that are into that. For a reason. Yeah. This, yeah. Okay. I'll roll with it just because. 
Is that what you're into? A roller. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, you don't have no, to roll I mean, with no, it. I've, I've had girls that have, like, kind of begged for it. I'm like. Begged for what? I, mean, the I, I don't face? really give a shit where I shoot it. You right. Know, I'm, mm-hmm. it, it's going to come out anyway. So, you know, if I, if I got a landing pad for it, great. If not, then. Yeah, that's just a girl that's, like, wants something really dirty. And like I said, like, I think that, like, there's a little bit of degrading in that, but that just might be, like, what turns around. Like, we talk a lot in this podcast about how, like, cheating sex is, like, the hottest sex imaginable. There's something about it, right, that just, like, makes it 10,000 times good. Like, is that terrible to say? Yeah, but is it the truth? Yeah, you know, maybe for people. it's the greatest. Right, I know. Unfortunately, right, that's just the way that it goes. It's just, like, there's something about the doing the wrong thing that makes it so great, right? So probably for the people that are into the jizz on the face, for those girls, like, that that like that guy coming on the face really gets them off. I'm not into it. And I, like I said, I don't know that I'm right by saying it's a degrading thing. You know, that's what I think. That's my opinion. I'm opinionated. <laughs> I'm very opinionated. Am I t- totally right? I don't really know. I'm not, a, I give unprofessional advice that I'm not a psychologist because I like to just give my opinions and I don't need anything to back it up, but I don't really know. If I mean, that one I, I struggle with a little more. I mean, you've been, You've been in, you know, the New York City area for 20 years. Uh-huh. I've traveled the, the U.S. for 20 years. Uh-huh. Probably had sex for 18 of those. Uh-huh. And I would say, you know, amongst those flyover states and when you get towards the West Coast, uh-huh. the flexibility of sex and the use of condoms and you know I mean everything about sex changes as you go farther west in so, what sense people use more condoms there than here nobody uses so condoms I'd say, in, I'd say in the middle of the American don't use condoms Nobody uses condoms. I'll tell you who uses condoms because I'm one of them and I have booty call guys that have used condoms and they're the same way. And the common bond between the people that use condoms and that don't is they're fucking hypochondriacs. Okay. Hypochondriacs use condoms because they're so petrified of diseases. Everybody else, if you don't have that fear of disease that's so crazy you're gonna fuck without condoms that's what everybody i know does i know people with herpes that fuck without condoms i know people with hpv that fuck without condoms i know people like across the board this is what i tell all my friends like you could fuck everyone without condoms but just so you know i they could have herpes people don't care just because they're fucking without a condom doesn't mean that they know that they're clean and the only people that are really safe to me are people that are like hypochondriacs because <laughs> i'm a hypochondriac right. and I, I keep it really safe like i had a booty call guy for eight years that i slept with off and on always in between boyfriends this is my one guy because i like to be with the same guy i don't like to sleep with strangers because i'm a girl we're wired different and he i wouldn't let his dick touch my leg without a condom that's how safe <laughs> i was <laughs> I, I would say that i've run into the word condom more in the Northeast than I have everywhere else in right. the U.S. Well, you just have bad luck. So, you're, stri- you're striking out there, too. You're just well, yeah, strike I mean, out, I, Mike. That's what I'm going to call the podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's let's, what I'm going to call the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to call. <laughs> no, that's the title of the podcast, Strike Out Mike. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know so many people just fuck without condoms. So if you're only finding girls that are forcing you to use condoms and you don't want to, strike out again. (laughs) 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 Because there are so many people. I can't even believe what goes down because I am a hypochondriac. My booty call for the eight years, he was a total hypochondriac. He would never fuck anyone without a condom either. So it was great. But, you know, I've been with other guys who they don't want to, and most people do not. And they do not care about pregnancy. They don't care about anything. They really don't. Um, And that's just the way that it goes. Is that a fact? Probably not. This is another one where I'm just giving my opinion and making a blanket statement. And probably statistics is I'm totally off. But I'm just saying in the maybe I just know scumbags and, and crazy people. You know, my friends, the people that I know, most people I know, they do not use condoms like ever, like never. Seriously. You use even, condoms? Even at your age, that's impressive. You Do use I? condoms? Yeah, I, you know, I... Be honest. Yes and, yes and no. Right, I'll exactly. Right. Yes and so no. When, so is it yes because the girl requests it? Like, why sometimes yes, why sometimes no? Is it just the looks of the girl? Or is it like, yeah, you use it sometimes because that girl says, hey, where's the condom? Yeah, I mean, exactly. If, if so, says, the, hey, so the truth is you don't use condoms. You just use them when the girl forces you to use them. I, I carry them. Right. In case the girl requests you to, it won't <laughs> exactly. fuck you unless you fuck her with a condom, right? <laughs> right. So just so you know, you, I wouldn't call you a condom user. Strike out, Mike. <laughs> you only use condoms when balloons. the other, you, exactly. You only use condoms when the other girl, when the girl wants to use a condom, but you'll fuck a girl without a condom. No questions asked. Let me tell you, I can't tell you how many girls have herpes and will fuck you. <laughs> and they will. And then I got to tell you the funny thing is I have two girlfriends that have herpes. And one of them would like fuck guys without. And then she would tell them like down the line. And then she'd be like, oh, my God, isn't it so great? He didn't even care. And I'd be like, obviously, he doesn't care because he has herpes or he's disgusting. Like, who wouldn't be pissed off? If you oh, fucked him man, without I a would, condom and told him you had herpes, these guys that didn't would, care obviously had I herpes would do too. Naughty things for that person that I can't say on podcast. Right, but she would be like, "Oh my god, isn't it so great? Like I just told him I had herpes, and this was the guy she oh, fucked without dude, a condom, I would. and he didn't even care." And I'd be like, "Okay, if you think that that makes him a nice guy, you're crazy." Like I, I could imagine maybe he has AIDS. That's why he doesn't care. <laughs> Who knows? I, I mean, I, I, I keep pretty. I mean, the one thing I do do, uh-huh. am I allowed to say do do on your podcast? Yeah, sure. <laughs> the one thing I, I I stay on top of testing, so it's right. not like I'm, um, it's not like I'm out there just you know like, oh yeah, I'm I'm clean. Like no, I I I am legitimately clean. Uh huh. Um, probably the most painful thing that I've ever experienced the first time was that, but so. How many STDs no. have you had? How many what? STDs have you had? None. Okay, you're lucky. Knock have up, you ever gotten? Away. Have you ever gotten a girl pregnant? Yes. Right. So that can happen too. So, but people don't care about any of those things. Well, I didn't know that I got her pregnant. She told you I after. Am. Do you have a baby? No. I mean, we can go into a gruesome story, but she told me when she was coming home from Planned Parenthood. <laughs> right, she killed yeah. your baby, <laughs> and then she told well, you about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, "Well, I took care of business." Right, right, like, right. Okay. Right. So that right. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I was seventeen, mm-hmm. so 
I'm not saying it was the good decision because it's probably never the, the right thing to say, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have a 17-year-old right now. It's a little scary. Yeah, that's crazy. That would be interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. You have but a very different probably life. Wouldn't be, probably wouldn't be calling into this. Probably be living in a trailer park somewhere in Oklahoma worrying about the next tornado, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. You'd probably still be on <laughs> a friend, adult friend finder, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you're still you and you have all that wanderlust in you and all that dirty wine and you weren't allowed to choke people for the past 70 years and get it out of your system, you'd be like, I don't know, you'd be you'd be choking people in private. You might be doing guys. I mean, you'd have to, like, let loose some other way. It's actually good that you have no babies and you've been single and you've been able to sort of be yourself and let yourself experience whatever. It's okay. I mean, strike out Mike. It's like, you know, (laughs) it's like a story, you know, it's not bad. I think that, um, I think that, you know, I think it's good that you're kind of starting a relationship with somebody again. I think it's, you know, you tried to have that relationship with that girl. And I think that it got messed up for weird reasons. And I think it's hard when you don't get real closure in a situation. That's always hard. Sometimes you just don't get closure. That's just the way that it fucking is. Everyone's like, Oh, I need closure. It's like, sometimes you don't get it. And that's just life. And so fucking deal with it. Well, and you, yeah, I mean, but that's okay. A lot of my friends were like that. They're like, man, you just, you need to know why. And I'm like, I, I, I've gone through enough of life at this point. And, but that does know, make it harder. I, I, okay? I don't give a fuck. Well, you don't now, but you probably did then, okay? You probably did then. It is way harder. I turned the bottle for a bit. Totally. (laughs) It sucks without closure, but sometimes closure is not a a definite thing. Sometimes you don't. I've had relationships where I did not get closure, and it's the worst thing in the world. But you get over it, and that's just life, and you have to get closure on your own, and that's just like you move on, you know? But I think that um, that's always something tough to go through. And I see a lot of people, a lot of people that don't typically have long-term relationships that often when they do and it goes awry, they tend to sort of sometimes stay away from relationships for a long time because they get really affected by it, you know? So it's good that, like, you know, it's been four years since you've had, like, a long-term relationship. It's good that you're starting off with this girl. I would hope that you start to see her more and, and go maybe a little... I mean, but maybe she's on the same page. You know what I mean? That's what you both need sort of to go with it very slowly. But it's good that you guys are not talking about other people with each other. And you're now like into each other. And so you should make that happen. The conversation's probably progressing faster than the physicality, which is comfortable for me. Right. But Uh, you got to like live it in real life, too. So you're going to like, you know. Well, right. Yeah. And, you know, maybe um, because of that wanderlust, like, you know, and you move around a lot. I don't know. I get the sense that you might be a little bit. And listen, I'm a total commitment phobe. I, you know, I'm a very free spirit. And so I get a little bit of a sense from you that, you know, you might not be so, uh, you know, open or not, not open. You're not like you might be a little afraid to get like locked down in a situation. Well. I mean, let, let, let's call a spade a spade and say, you know, last, last time I locked myself down, she rolled. Right. So, that's what I mean. That's what happens. So, like, a lot of times, so like I said, it's well, like you're it's, a gun shy. Mm-hmm. But it's good that you have oh, the balls to do it. It's good that you have, because I've seen guys not ever date anyone again, you know, become like really, because they got really shafted. So, I think that it's good that you're 
putting your foot in the water and going into it again because that's what you got to do if you want to be in a relationship. You're going to have to take that risk again to be totally shafted again. That's what it's all about. Yeah, well, I mean, if, you know, if I get shafted again, I'm just going to go to Europe and find <laughs> European pussy. <laughs> fucking game fun. over in Europe. Okay, well, like, do me a favor and call me when you yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go for the accent sex. Yeah, well, you could get you could get hooker sex over there, no problem, you know. And well, you could get the European I mean, people here. I mean, you're in New York City, I guess, right? You said that before. You could get that here. Yeah. But yeah, everyone well, has that go-to I've been fantasy. In Costa Rica, I know what hooker sex is. Come on, I, right? It's more like you can you can go over there and experience different cultures. And I mean, the one the one thing that's always been mysterious to me is sure you can have sex in the U.S. and we have our customs and our norms, but I wonder if they fuck different in, you know, somewhere over there. Yeah, they're very, they're very uh, more open-minded about sex. I've had podcasts about it. It's very interesting. They're much more open-minded about it. You might be, you know, it's it's a very, very whole different scene. I can't get into it because I like to keep my podcast to be about no longer than an hour, and we're already at an hour and 12 minutes. We're at, we're at it, yeah. No, but I mean, I've had longer ones, and so that's cool. So I can't go into all that, but yeah, you will find a different thing. So if things go south with your girl, and you go to Europe, and you start doing shit there, and you're on a friend finder, and all of a sudden you're not striking out, I want to hear about it, and I'll have you back on the, <laughs> I'll have you back on the show. But well, I am going to title... We, we will totally stay in touch either way. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to title the podcast Strike Out Mike, um, <laughs> and I will let you know. I'm probably airing it tonight, so I'm going to go edit it and put it together and air it. And so thanks so much for calling And me. send me a copy if you don't mind. Yeah, it'll be up on iTunes. Do you have iTunes? I do. I listened to some earlier, so I'll just go back to that. Yeah, and yeah, and Stitcher. It's also going to be on Stitcher. I mean, it's going to be right up there. You could download, listen to it on your phone. Like it's like it's good to go. Oh, excellent! I can do it on my commute. Yeah, totally. All right, thanks so much for calling in. Strike out, Mike. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right, bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.